I'm Alan, and my pronouns are they, them. I'm Kaylee, and my pronouns are she, her. And my name is Danielle. My pronouns are she, her, and you are listening to Target Snark It, a weekly podcast from Broad Digital Consulting. Hi, hello there, and happy Target Snark It Tuesday. I am the captain now, Kaylee Myers. I am the pirate project manager, Alan Connolly. (laughs) And welcome to our little slice of the pod pie. If this is your first time listening in, thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy our thoughts. Please make sure to describe. (laughs) You're doing so good. Kaylee's making me do this. Okay. And welcome to our little slice of the pod pie. If this is your first time listening in, thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy our thoughts. Please make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to or watching from, and if you're joining us again, welcome back, and thank you for not getting tired of us and our voices and our good looks. Great looks. looks. Uh, As you can tell, Danielle is not here again. Uh, Over the weekend, she decided that after reading about it online that she could fly planes. Uh, So she she went out, tried to pilot a plane. She was going over the Atlantic and like hasn't been found since she hit the Bermuda Triangle. So we're just hoping she makes a safe return to Brooklyn for next week's episode. (laughs) Safe travels. Have you seen that SNL uh, skit where they uh, do this scene and (laughs) the Bermuda Triangle is actually a secret island where closeted lesbians go? And that's where I was obsessed I so good. I just recently watched it again and uh who's that fucking pilot I'm so bad with remembering Amelia Earhart yeah Amelia Earhart no relation to Danielle's disappearance for this week I'm just saying like Danielle may or may not be on the island be there (laughs) okay uh before we get started I wanted to talk to you Owen um have you heard of this new social media app called Lemon 8? Is that the one that I posted about that, like, it has no algorithm and two women started it? What? No, I think that's called ret- ret- R-T-R-O. It's retro. Oh. But did you hear about that one? No. <laughs> Let's make this about <laughs> what I know, which is. Okay. No, but- <laughs> For another time, but there is another social media app. But what is what is uh, Lemon 8? Okay, so Lemon 8, it's a new social media app that's a mix between like Instagram and Pinterest. So, but it's owned by Ready Drumroll ByteDance. So, Papa of the TikTok, they're now pushing this new app, Lemon 8, that's like, it's a video and photo sharing app, but it's not vertical video like TikTok. So, it's a lot more early Instagram vibes and it's to cater for users who are interested in food, beauty, wellness, and travel. It's very femme-focused, I would say. Interesting. I mean, thinking about the one I thought you were talking about, like, interesting. It's got two elements. It's got, like, femme-focused. The other one's started Mm -hmm. by two women. And then, like, there's this, like, backwards-moving, like, old Instagram or like this one's going back to like chat room style or no algorithms. Like we're seeing like a, a little bit of a, like 
new meets old or a revival yeah. old it's school. almost like everyone wants to go back to like before engagement was told for you <laughs> right right or like it's like we're, we're all like we like social media but can it be good again make make social media <laughs> great again <laughs> No, I wanted to bring it up because like I've seen some influencers that are like, OMG, download Lemony. And unfortunately for them, I'm not willing to give one more place my email address. I cannot wait for the day that I just delete my email and like let the fires go. Um, But it's specifically like lifestyle, fashion and travel influencers that this app is already kind of catered towards. But it just seems like it's filling that void that used to be Instagram. Like now, Instagram and Facebook, for the most part, are all reels. I still get reels all the time. Um, I'm not complaining about like our reels because they're hilarious. You should watch. (laughs) It just seems like... (laughs) It just seems like ByteDance is using the opportunity to fill the void that like once was old social media. It's so um, stupid. The reels and Instagram thing they like and they're backtracking on it now, but it's like it's too fucking late. You ruined it. Exactly. Yeah, you ruined it. So but they're trying to steal stuff from TikTok and like major backfire, bro. But yeah. Well, be weary of this new social media app. If you're looking for a Pinterest, if you're just looking, if you're itching for a new social media app, sure, go for it. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no, it's, it's, Pinterest is still around. It's, I still like it. (laughs) I just like, I just wait till everybody else says something is cool. And then I'm like, all right, I'm getting in it. So, I'm gonna it's wait. Too late now. <laughs> I, I, I jump in to be real and like I want to delete that thing. It's so stupid. Sorry. I was I was doing great and now it's too real of me not posting at all because I'm like I'm always on my couch. I know. <laughs> That's what happened to me too. I'm like, how many pictures of me on my bed with my laptop and my dog? <laughs> <laughs> like it, exactly. It's too real. That's what they should name it. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> um, so today we're not just talking about social media apps. Unfortunately, what a great episode that would be. Um, but today the good good is we want to talk about going viral. Uh, it's something we get brought up a lot about when it comes to creating content. Younger people in the workplace want their content to go viral Some boomers think that that's just like the only way they're going to be seen. So we wanted to take today's episode to talk about, you know, what does it mean to go viral? Do you want to go viral? And then what what should you do if you do go viral? If there's any back steps you need to take or how do you ride out the high correctly uh, and be able to really reap those rewards? Starting with the definition of viral, according to... Our version of Webster's Dictionary, which is Neil Patel. (laughs) Uh, It's viral content is simply any content that is shared widely across the internet in a few hours or so. In other words, it's content that becomes popular very quickly. Any type of content can go viral from memes to news, articles, videos, etc. 
in terms of metrics, because a lot of people prefer numbers instead of just like thoughts and prayers of like hoping your content does well. Viral is going to, there's no hard number. It's not like you went viral if you have a thousand views, unfortunately. It's just really that aspect of it becomes popular quickly. If I was to put numbers around it for to comfort everyone who's dying to know, I would say it your content is mentioned or shared up to the tens of thousands of times. Uh, you have millions of views, if not hundreds of thousands of views, and you're getting all of that within a 24 to 72 hour period of time. Do you think that sounds right from your consumer experience? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say so too. And then there's like this like, je ne sais quoi a bit of, about it where it's like there's also, especially for super viral things, it's like mm-hmm. there's this like mystery element you just know when something's viral because <laughs> i can i can go and be like danielle <laughs> danielle's exactly <content> mark. <laughs> if danielle knows about it it's probably got viral at that oh point. my god she's not here and i just <laughs> pwned her. oh my god i can't believe i said pwned do you are you from a pwned generation saying pwned I would be on the tail end of pwned, but wow, did yeah. you I dug pull me up. back to a time? Yeah, I dug that up from the, it, it probably stay dead. In fact, let's put it back. In, yeah, <laughs> putting it back. Putting it back, okay. Um, so when it comes to viral content, it could have been up for a long period of time and someone just found a sweet nugget and reshared it across platforms. Uh, it could be your grandpa sending you an email that's like, look at this. And every other grandpa did it too. Um, or it could just be something that was posted, hits the algorithm just right, rides along and gets a bajillion views. It could be like, you know, a senator accidentally posting a personal image on a super public platform that gets retweeted to all hell. It could be like a leaked DM from a musician to someone that wasn't their pregnant wife about what a hot, hot effing body they got. (laughs) Uh, Or my favorite, a Karen video. I love a good Karen viral moment. Oh my God. They give me so it is a wide def. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go. Let's do a little history class. I want to go back to the dawn of the internet. Owen, what do you think the? Boo, 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 boo. What is the first viral piece of content that there ever was? Well, since I just said pwned, I am the expert on what's fucking old. So. Yes. <laughs> um, Okay, well, I obviously think of videos like, oh my god, shoes, um, or like the the Charlie the horse, Charlie. Oh my god, yes. Uh-huh. And then like the, uh, oh, okay, here's the Earth. Do you remember <laughs> that one? Uh, I don't know what they're called. Or oh my god, this might be mild, mild viral, but salad fingers, like. And I'm like, was I watching those on YouTube? Was YouTube? I don't know where I watched those. I think it would have been pre-YouTube that I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is (laughs) wild to think about. There was a time before YouTube. Where was I watching these fucking videos? Where did they live? But, Mm -hmm. um, and then when I think of like an individual, because I think of like TikTok now, individuals going viral on their personal accounts and becoming influencers, et cetera. It's the leave Britney alone um, video. Yes the kind of um hysterical like she was really hysterical about 
Um, yeah, I don't know their new name. Her name is Kara Cunningham. Sorry, I love this. Kara? Yeah, yeah, I love okay. her. Yeah, her name is Kara Cunningham. Um, and she eats, like, fast food that makes, like, videos of just her eating fast food on her Instagram. Oh, is she a mukbanger? What? There's a term for Mukbang? Do you know? Okay. Go <laughs> <Well> on. <laughs> Okay, so this is this is something that some people do. Like Trisha Paytas does it. Nick Akato is a big mukbanger, but it's like a binge eating in excess on camera. Like you just eat a lot on camera. Yeah, I feel like I would. I don't know if she is a traditional mukbanger, but it has that vibe for sure. I just love it because she's just like stuff in her face and she doesn't give a fuck. So. well i hate to tell you that you are like a decade late no on all yes okay so the first viral meme video was first (laughs) sent out in 1996 and is a little 3d animated baby doing the cha-cha that was later shown in the tv show ally mcbeal Oh my God, that is a throwback. Okay, I feel like half like it's like those are such vague, distant memories, but but yes, <laughs> it's like a, a vague, distant memory is that fucking paper clip that yeah. we had on computer. It's, it's like in that part of my brain. Baby <laughs> dancing. Wild. Yeah, like you were mentioning before, before social media, before your Twitter, your TikTok, your YouTube platforms that these were viewed on, regularly seen, it would be like sent via email. I was a lot of classic emails. Um, They would be posted on message boards like 4chan. That's where Rick Roll started. Um, Kazaa, Napster, etc. When YouTube began in 2007, a lot of these old viral videos and memes were then re-uploaded, repurposed, remixed to the masses, and kind of people were able to develop their own spin on a lot of these videos, which, you know, in my opinion, is to ride the coattails of success. But think of like the Hi Joe Kids, Hi Joe Wife interview. How many times was that just reused on the internet? Oh, my God so many i mean and you see this in tiktok all the time like did you see that person put out the like you're really gonna make us vote for joe biden like that song and then i yes. saw like i saw like 800 remixes from like djs on it it was so good you know <laughs> examples of going viral that i just want to show in terms of numerically what this means going viral Uh, YouTube videos like the Star Wars Kid, which has 900 million estimated views before it was even uploaded to YouTube uh, and currently sits at approximately 1 million views on its original YouTube video. Uh, The Rick Rolled video uh, had gotten so big that now Rick Astley's music video that was a bomb in the 1980s hits the 1 billion view mark because people will have the little link of, hey, here's a new, uh, what was it? It was like, here's a leaked trailer for the new South Park movie. And it would just be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's so many though. Yeah. That's a lot of views. Then you have. Kim Kardashian's Break the Internet for Paper Magazine, RIP Paper. 
that generated Kim K's name was tweeted over 20,000 times just that day that it was released, and then over 200,000 times by the end of the week. Uh, and then the infamous Oscar selfie where Ellen DeGeneres is like, I'm going to take a selfie with all these famous people at the Oscars. That was retweeted and shared uh, 3.2 million times. Wow. So we're talking big numbers. Yeah. And very immediately as well. Yeah. Uh, examples of brands going viral. On the other hand, here's some of my favorite ones. The Melbourne, Australia Metro Train Dumb Ways to Die animation, the Dumb Ways to Die, that TikTok sound alone has been used over 43,000 times, and it's the most shared PSA of all time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The one that more people may have seen is the Dove Real Sketch Beauties. I don't know if you remember that YouTube video but it was people describing themselves. They happened to be super harsh on themselves and the artist still was able to perfectly make a picture and it was beautiful. Uh, It was in, I don't know if it still is, but it was in Guinness Book of World Records most viewed video ad of all time. And it's been watched uh, more than 142 million times in more than 110 countries around the world. God, can you imagine being part of an ad campaign that went viral like that? Like, I, it would be so cool. I would hate it. Really? If your ad campaign <laughs> went viral? What is your problem? Yeah. Oh my God, you probably, you are you a prepper? I just like I feel like wouldn't you always be known as like oh you were in the Dove commercial weren't ya oh and it's like not like in it but if you were part of the team the marketing team that that would be fine that would be cool like if I was an unsung hero I would be happy yeah okay but yeah being in the Dove commercial I mean I don't know I wouldn't recognize any of them I would probably still be like I was in this Dove commercial and I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records you know (laughs) (laughs) um so I wanted to break up this super serious conversation we're having about virality and I wanted to talk about a fun section where we were going to bring our own examples of going viral so Owen um, what is your favorite viral moment or a moment where you happen to have gone viral? Um, well, mine's a little bit rated R. Um, okay. Okay. Trigger warning. <laughs> well, like if you're a child, turn this off. Me being TikTok with parental controls. This is my, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm role playing right now. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, so on TikTok, I responded as soon as I heard that, um, bottom, 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 that Megan Trainer sound. Um, yeah. And I, <laughs> I basically just put a video of me and it said, you know, tops minding their own business on TikTok and then being served a hot bottom buffet. <laughs> and um, it went like mini viral. I know you, you were like, we can't put numbers to virility, but I've heard something like on TikTok, like, mini viral is considered like 500k views yeah. um and then like over a million is true virility or whatever um is that a word i'm using it but virility. i really i'm gonna use it too because i don't know if it's a real word but it sounds gross 
<laughs> so yeah, so I mean, and and like I would say, I do get a fair uh, amount of views uh, for like trans stuff when I post it, which is a smaller community. So like less views is actually a little bit bigger, but never quite like that <laughs> kinky video. But it was <laughs> it was a wild experience to watch it go like that. I was like, I think I like two days later pulled up TikTok and was like, what? happened you know I think weren't you nervous was it that one or it could have been your astrology video where you were like so many people are seeing this yeah oh my god yeah I did, I did that astrology series with a league of their own characters and then I was like I'm gonna delete it I'm gonna take it down people are gonna judge me they're gonna think I'm wrong it's, it's like it was a wild psychological ride yeah my biggest moment of virality is not even mine <laughs> my most viral tiktok also grew like really quickly but not on the day that i posted it it is a and we should post these on instagram too the day that this comes out okay but it is me talking about how my boyfriend always talks to old ladies and I put the Golden Girls theme song in the background and I zoom in and it shows that we're at a dispensary. And he, first of all, he was talking to this lady for 20 minutes and I was just sitting in the parking lot like, did he get eaten in there? I don't even know. Um, he's, He's just so sweet talking to an old lady. He cannot help himself. If any old lady comes up to him, is near him, he has to befriend them. And she was talking about, oh, do you like your stuff that you get here? Anyway, yeah, that also reached uh, over 500,000 views and I think like 40 or 80,000 likes. Luckily, it was all very, I hit the grandma TikTok. Yes. <laughs> that I didn't know existed but people were like green flag <laughs> <laughs> so cute so I, I didn't know that it went viral like way after you posted it what do you think happened yeah. like what because I know that the algorithm of um TikTok like <laughs> sorry is it too soon <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know that usually it doesn't work that way. TikTok serves it and then serves it and serves it. Like, where'd it come from? Yeah, I don't know if like the sound just got really big one day because mm-hmm. I had friends that said that they saw it on their feed. It's one of my first TikTok posts, but dude, I have no idea. It was like almost a week after I posted it that all of a sudden, I looked back and I was like, why am I getting notifications for this? <laughs> <laughs> making making the boyfriend famous. Yeah, the the boyfriend that refuses to be on social media. He is the most famous of the two of us. He loves it. <laughs> oh, he loves. Um, okay, so we can bring this back, I guess, to Target Snarket talking about marketing and businesses. Alwyn, would you like to take over? Uh, sure. No. Yeah, I guess. Well, the first thing I I kind of wanted to talk about, which actually isn't that directly re- related to brands and marketing, but can be. I think we've dealt with this before, but like safety considerations with going viral. I think about mm-hmm. this a lot with regard to like my own trans issues and stuff. And sometimes, uh, like, 
I played around with advertising on TikTok for my book. You know this. And mm-hmm. my advertising is very social justice oriented. And the the options you have to target your audience are really limited on there. And mm-hmm. it got in the hands of like far right almost immediately. And I was just deleting comments every day and it sucked. And I was like, why did I pay for this advertising? Also, my profile's public. I haven't done a great job. Like people could find me if they want. And that's really scary. And we've dealt with this with our own clients um, in, in certain spaces where it's like, well, actually, we don't necessarily want people to know where our building is. Um, And if you go viral and especially a one-off, maybe you or your organization organization doesn't have things in place for safety because Mm -hmm. you weren't expecting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hi, I'm Jordan. You don't know me and that's fine. I want to recommend something to you that you'll love. It's Alan's debut poetry collection, Dead Name, and it's available for pre-order now. Dead Name is a collection of poems that shares the coming of age of one trans and queer person in the new millennia, yet it echoes across all identities to show how embracing the liberating and revelatory act of queer love and transition can not only free queer people, but all of us. Here's what poet Kieran Hodgers had to say about it. You're going to want to sit down for this, put down whatever else you're reading, and call in sick to work. Dead Name is a pulsing, vibrant, and necessary collection that heralds the vivid, visceral experience of heartbreak, joy, wonder, confusion, and hope. Technically astute, creatively playful, and emotionally honed, I am angry at how incredible these poems are, and that is the highest compliment I can offer. So if you like to be mad, sad, happy, moved, and just generally feel things while supporting a queer and trans podcaster you know and love, pre-order dead name from right bloody uk today find the link in our target snarket social channel bios on youtube tiktok and instagram at target snarket i think there's that's kind of the biggest fear with going viral that i i would like to press with a lot of businesses if you think going viral is kind of like the key um it's that once you put out that content you don't have control over it anymore um, most more recently, and I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more closer to pride, but like Dylan Mulvaney and Bud Light, they put out a video. They probably thought it was going to go viral for a completely different reason than it did. Yeah. Um, but you don't have control over that. Yeah. Like that's why you have to be very cons- like, you just have to really think about the content you're putting out. Um, what you want it to say to your audience and who that audience is, because if it goes viral, more than your audience is going to see it. So you have that opportunity of it going really, really well or horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah. And that's a that's a really interesting, interesting thing, too. And I think about it for individuals too, like someone who's not an influencer, someone who, you know, just doesn't have any resources or support to keep themselves safe. Like, how scary is that? It's, it's. Oh, yeah. I think even looking at YouTube content creators, um, influencers, if you're looking from a, at a business standpoint and you're trying to reach out to your Addison Rays, you're trying to reach out to your Carly De- Charlie DeMeos, like they need such high security 
because they post so frequently that people know where they are in things. And like, they have such a high following that any video they post might go viral. Like, and so, yeah, it's the exact same thing. You don't have control over who's going to see it. We also touched on this with kids content, like people save it, share it. You don't know who they're sharing it to, and you don't know why they're sharing it. It could be like a this is BS thing. And that could be the reason that they're sharing it and why it gets so many views. Yeah. Yeah. Which is scary. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some business, like the, the success stories and the horror stories, right? So brands that have done virality. Well, I like to, I will focus more on TikTok right now. We had the years of Wendy's on Twitter. We have, we've talked about Kendall and Pepsi more than I care to talk about in general. Um, but in terms of doing it well, TikTok is a really big one where Duolingo killed it. Mm-hmm. They were an app that in terms of learning a new language might not seem super simple to people or like they are able to do it. But by personalizing their brand and doing all these silly trends, like it worked for Duolingo with their TikTok. And now their old social media manager does like talks about how she got so viral on TikTok and how well it worked for their brand. And that was just because they had a mascot that she was able to put on and do videos with. Um, Do you think that like... She had, uh, I've never seen her talks. Did they have the intention of going viral or was this just yes. an ad campaign that they were doing? And if, it, okay, so they were like, they, no. they were like, we're going to create viral content. Cause I yeah, think- it was like, t- it's the most unhinged TikTok content you could, it's second only to the Paralympics TikTok account. I don't know who's running that, but it's just very unhinged it's like meme sounds the dumb ways to die sound like things like that um the duolingo bird would just come in and like throw papers in offices and stuff um it was a lot more about like being on trend with their videos on the other hand you have brands like olipop where they have become viral on tiktok because influencers are talking about it and more people are posting about it and for those who don't know Olipop is like <laughs> Activia as a soda yeah <laughs> just saying oh what it God. is <laughs> <laughs> it's soda that helps your digestive tract um but it's cool <laughs> it's just I'm I'm not gonna ruin more potential you know, uh, sponsorship opportunities by giving my opinion here. <laughs> but yeah, I think you know, that's like a really good in, uh, a distinction too, is like, there are ways to go about if you want to go viral, there are different ways to do things than if you're just trying mm-hmm. to run a really solid ad campaign. And if you go viral, great. If you don't, you're still reaching some audience, you know? Yeah. Because your brand name can go viral with the own content you produce, but also with influencer marketing, you could have your products go viral. Um, A big difference would be like Kim Kardashian skims. I feel like I still, I constantly see TikToks and reels about skims all the time, whether it's from Kim or other influencers. Alternatively, I remember when Kylie Swim came out 
And every influencer who purchased that bathing suit dragged the quality mm-hmm. and it got huge. Like so many people were posting about it, um, but it was all extremely negative. So that's like a way that your brand and a specific product can go viral, but it's not necessarily, I mean, Kylie Swim is dead. I don't think she's ever making another <laughs> Kylie Swim. <laughs> that's the one with the like, um, the front was like a tiny Dorito chip. Like, yeah, it was like this big and it was like see-through. Can like you imagine absolutely not um continuing on brands that backfired oh, <laughs> this is fun um one of the most known backfiring viral moments uh takes me back to my senior year of high school which would be coney 2012 when a youtube video from invisible children went viral overnight about the a uh, dictator Joseph Kony in, I believe, the Congo. Uh, and it was labeled as the most neglected humanitarian crisis in the world and exploded over 100 million views in six days and is still one of the most viral videos of all time. Now, because it became so viral, I mean, schools were having Kony 2012 movie viewings, we, I know my school was selling shirts to go towards invisible children. I think we did it in 2011 and 2012 leading up to Coney 2012. Um, and for those who don't know, Joseph Coney has not been caught. He is still on the loose wow. because no one really knows what happened with all of the money from the invisible children guy. Um it didn't go anywhere. It wasn't really, it was only, and I believe he has gone off the grid, if not completely like had a mental breakdown over people starting to question what happened with all of the money from that program. Wait, okay. So can we, cause I actually don't remember this at all. I don't know what happened. So basically like this 30 minute film was released, it went viral yes. and then everybody started to like care about the cause and donate money but then people went crazy for it like we had I think it what what was our it was something for justice some cause for justice that our schools like was always nonprofits, but they had an entire like school high schools across the nation were hosting events to raise money for Coney 2012 like we thought we were going to capture him in 2012 wow and so that but then the money went nowhere no one knows where mm-hmm. it went and the guy hasn't even been yeah he went off the grid um i think he might have had a mental breakdown i can look that up later you mean um the, but you mean the dictator or the person who made the film the man who made the film and the owner of invisible children joseph coney is still a man is still a dictator who is using child soldiers in the Congo. Um, he has not been caught there. Uh, to my knowledge, there has not been updates on Joseph Kony in almost 21 years or 11 years now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, make sure you're putting your money where your mouth is when you do things like this. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine the, the response was like, holy shit. And then it sounds like he was also shady. So he like didn't know what to do with it and then took all the money and. Well, what are you supposed to do with it? Like 
give the money to the government and the military. Like, there's no real way for the money to even be put back into the system um, unless you're hiring, like, private detectives to get Joseph Coney. (laughs) We will do a Joseph Coney 2012 deep dive if you want. Let us know in the comments. (laughs) Yeah, because this is, like, so fucked up. Um, more recently, I would say the biggest viral blunder where a lot of brands started taking jabs at well as well was the season two of Love is Blind live reunion. Oh, everything about it was disappointing. Oh. <laughs> we, after being told for weeks by the Lachaise that it would be the first live event, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, we were told... I think 30 minutes after it was supposed to be on that quote unquote love is late and was continued to be delayed for over an hour until finally when it began, it was a recording that was being played. Oh my God. I, while this was happening because we were in Mexico. So we thought for a while that we maybe weren't getting it because we couldn't see it. We needed a VPN or something. But then when we realized we got on Twitter, which is my favorite place to go and shit, (laughs) I'm like, give me the tea, Twitter. Um, And we saw it was going on for everyone else. It was like, oh, my God. I thought about us and, like, how we've talked about how they were going to try and charge everybody for their own accounts. And, like, the the amount of bad press this is on such a huge level is astounding. Like, and and they, they handled Twitter really poorly. They said love is late. But then it took, like, another hour for them to be like, they they just didn't provide updates and Twitter is fast <laughs> moving, right? You you gotta mm-hmm. be you gotta be social listening on Twitter to do it well, and they were just floundering. I know one of my favorite responses came from the Cheesecake Factory, and it said, "This wait is longer than our menu." I know, I saw that. I mom, I was like like Hulu jumped in. Like the, I saw brands like doing some funny shit i can't remember what hulu said but like there was like and then you could see some brands jumping in that was like it was like irrelevant and they were trying too hard and it was too late but like cheesecake factory hulu when they held in it was like (laughs) chef's kiss to their marketing teams you know yeah i think a big a big push i would have for the social media team for love is blind and netflix in general is you gotta talk to people I would say over communication is sometimes best. Yeah. Um, I know we have clients where we have to do updates. And when you just don't update people, they will assume the worst and they will get angry and they will get cutthroat. Yeah. <laughs> all, all they had to do was keep making jokes, keep posting shit, like keeping us updated. But like they didn't. They just they <laughs> fucking froze. They panicked, you know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was bad news, you know. And then and then the show was like so fucking weird and cringy. Well, I mean, you know, I have thoughts as to why would you have a live reunion anyway? Like Bravo is able to pull that out to four episodes. You're going to do one 60 minute live stream. No. And I saw all over Twitter. People are like, we didn't ask for this. We did. Yeah. No one has asked for a live reunion ever. And that's what I, th- when you were, I thought that's what you were going to say when you were like, talk to people. It's like, know your audience and know what they want. We didn't mm-hmm. want to that. We didn't 
ask for it. And this was clearly something you were doing that was so removed from Mm -hmm. anything. (laughs) Literally. Yeah, it was just, we can live stream. No one cared. No one cares. (laughs) No one, literally no one cares. And then now, like all of the, I don't know if you saw the shit that went viral on TikTok from the um, contestants or whatever that were talking about foul play and stuff. And like, so now things are looking really bleak and it's just compounding. Yeah. People are ignoring NDAs, which is... People should be scared. Like I'm seeing producers, I'm seeing backstage people at Netflix. You have contestants. I'm excited. I I think we're going to get some juice from it. Well, I am staying on that side of TikTok. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) So to start closing out our episode on virality, I wanted to talk about some of the pros and cons. Uh, when you are making content and your purpose is that you want a lot of people to see it, you want it to quote unquote go viral, you want it to be the Kim K break the internet magazine cover or whatever, your biggest pro is yes, you can get your brand, whether it's a specific product, your storefront, a program or your person. If you are an entrepreneur and you're trying to sell yourself to a large scale audience in a short period of time. And you're going to be able to find people within that huge school of audience that you have reached that might be, they might connect you super quickly and become a customer and a sale. The con is that you no longer have control over that piece of content. So once it's out there, I mean, we've listed a handful of times how it can go so, so wrong because you don't have control over who shares it. You don't have control over even an influencer's audience, if it doesn't connect correctly with them. Um, So it could reach people outside of your audience in kind of the worst ways. And I know there's a lot of people where when that starts flooding in, it can get you really nervous and want to react in not the best way. Well, like I've is this a term spray and play? Have you used that term? Yes. Like it's that is kind of what it's like. It's like, shooting a bunch of shit out there and hoping that it will connect versus like you can go other routes where you can make sure that you reach the right people that you want. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's exactly right. It's kind of a spray and play of, and I would even say like ads from the big game. Um, they're kind of spray and play, right? Cause you're trying, they're trying to hit nostalgia. They're trying to hit all these things where in the end, they want it to be like the Wednesday Adam dance on Netflix, where they see it on TikTok all the time. They see it on Instagram, but like they didn't work. And it's probably because you didn't put it on the platforms that you were, that these things are able to go viral on. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you have gone viral, whether it's for good reasons or bad reasons, some action items to think about if you've gone viral, you want to go viral and it's starting to happen. Um, Number one, react with the interactions and engagements. Try to respond to people with thank yous, provide information for people if they're asking specific things. If these start to go negative in any way with the comments, interactions, engagements, Uh, you have the power to turn off your comments. You have the power to privatize, uh, to turn the video private, to delete it. You can do that 
The issue is you have to think of consequences that might happen if people notice that you privatized it, delete it, whatever. But if you're a small business, if it's getting too much, those are options for you that I do suggest you take on. Um, Number two, step away from it. I think, Awen, (laughs) we're both good examples of it, of we start seeing those views rise. You go, I've seen one bad comment. I know more are coming. Or it's just like you've never seen what it's like to get over 50,000 views on something, let alone in like 24 hours. It can become just a lot. Um, Step away for a moment. Turn your phone off. Collect yourself. Like have someone monitor it, of course. But like step away, think about if things turn sour, what to do, or just let the video ride its course. If it's making you anxious, do not keep staring at the phone. Yeah. Um, ideally, what you're going to want to do with content that's gone viral is reuse, recycle, and repurpose it. So make sure that you can put it on other platforms, repurpose it in any way, make it a YouTube video, or make it the theme of a new video, make it a series Um, things like that, that'll help kind of continue the virality of these content. Focus on taking that viral moment and turning it into customers, whether that's reaching out to specific people that might be commenting like, oh, Owen, this book seems so great. Like, I can't wait till it's out. Maybe (laughs) when the day, June 1st, when Dead Name comes out, Owen can comment and be like, hey, bud, here's a link just for you, like, so you can be the first to buy. (laughs) Plug. (laughs) Thank you. Um, (laughs) But last but not least, if you're a business and this is something where you're putting a lot of effort into your content, you have a TikTok manager, things like that, do have a contingency plan Take the time as a team to come up with what happens when something goes wrong. Um, It should be something to consider if people have bad reviews about a product that are starting to flood in, if you're getting mentions on bad pieces of content, or if a specific piece of content is being shared within circles and the comments are starting to go negative, do think about what a good plan for your business or team would be in that instance. Awesome. Game plan. (laughs) Yeah. So, Alan, what are your closing thoughts on the idea of going viral? Like, if we had a client come in tomorrow and was like, we're going to make viral content, what would your automatic new response be? Yeah. I mean, I think we already do this, but I would kind of dig into what, why. You know, why do you mm-hmm. want to go viral? Because there is a chance that like going viral is part of a a decent strategy that will help that brand or company or whatever. And if so, we got to find that out. But there also is a chance that they are simply trying to um, reach other goals that can be met without relying on something that is so nebulous and is so yeah. out of control. And then I think you already said this, but I just want to reiterate it because I do think about safety all the time is like, yeah, having backup plans. Um, Mm -hmm. I think no matter what, if you're putting organic or ads out, um, think about worst case scenarios. Think about your employee's safety or your own safety um, or your own digital footprint and what people can find out about you, how you're going to handle negative comments when they come. Like, don't read the comment section. But also, if it's good, you should. So 
those would be my parting parting thoughts. I love that. For me, it's always, always, always going to be making quality content for your audience. If it's the right piece of content for your audience, it may go viral and that'll be awesome. Uh, Just put stuff out there and see what the response is. You might not like all the responses you get, like if something goes viral, but you're really proud of it. Uh, Just see what's coming in, work with the information you're getting and try to move forward. If you're seeing certain amount of negative comments that are about a similar thing, figure out what they're about if you need to respond to it or if it's it could just be people that are trying to troll you and shit talk you like you can ignore them, delete them, hide it. It's fine. Uh, Know what made that content work for you all and see if it's something that can be reproduced or added into our long-term strategy for your brand and business of, okay, this is specifically what we think touched on the right audience. How can we keep using it moving forward? Ooh, so good. So good. That's today's episode. Thank you for listening in. We hope you learned something new. Made you have a think about something or just enjoyed mm-hmm. talking or uh, just enjoyed us talking at you on your daily commute. I hope you also have tons of new videos to look up either. Yeah. Send them all of us. Yeah. Or send the, we want them. Send us the, your favorite viral videos. Yeah. Cause they're probably, especially if they're like a blast from the past incredible i'm gonna go watch shoes again like (laughs) right after this so make sure to subscribe i can't say that word do you want me to take on this part (laughs) no i got it i got it okay make sure to subscribe on youtube at target snarget to watch our beautiful faces like us on instagram and tiktok both at target snarket for our highlights from our episodes memes lots of funses let us know in the comments what your favorite viral moment was online and i think that's all okay bye Thanks for tuning in to Target Snarket, a weekly podcast brought to you by Broad Digital Consulting. Our podcast is hosted by Danielle Bilbrook, Kaylee Myers, and Alan Connolly, and produced by Margot Gill. You can always learn more about Broad Digital Consulting on our website, broad.digital. That's B-R-O-A-D dot digital. Or you can find us on social media using the handle at Target Snarket. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling so inclined, we'd love for you to review our pod if you like what you're hearing. 